And now it's time for On the Money with your host, Dan White. Dan has been in the financial services industry for over 25 years, and he's been a featured expert in Forbes, Yahoo, the Philadelphia Business Journal, Dow Jones Market Watch, and has appeared nationally on Fox Business News. Dan is a member of some of the most prestigious financial organizations, including the Society of Financial Service Professionals and the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors. In addition, he's a chartered life underwriter and a chartered financial consultant, credentials you can trust. Broadcasting from the heart of Wilmington, Delaware, here's your host of On the Money, Dan White. As everyone is probably aware, this past week was tax day. Yeah, generally, it's April the 15th, but when the 15th falls on a holiday, they kick it a couple days later. So you actually had until April the 18th to file your taxes. Now, you could go on an extension. You can get a six-month extension, which I usually do, to October. But that doesn't mean the bill doesn't have to be paid. April 15th, or in this case this year, April 18th, was D-Day. It was the day that you had to pay the bill whether or not you filed your taxes or not. And as, as tax day approached, you know, we usually get a flurry of activity in our office, people making last-minute IRA contributions, you know, trying to lower that tax bill. So today we're going to talk about IRAs and basically the ABCs of IRAs. <laughs> what and what counts? How can you make a contribution? What do you need to do to make a contribution? Is your contribution going to be deductible? These are all questions that people have. So we're going to dive into IRAs today and give you all the, the little rules, regulations, and nuances as it pertains to IRA accounts and IRA contributions. Before we get into our program, though, we do have a giveaway today. You may recall a couple of weeks ago, we hosted a movie at a local theater called The Baby Boomer Dilemma Movie. And this movie, The Baby Boomer Dilemma, is an expose of America's retirement experiment featuring the nation's top economic minds and government leaders. This must-see movie is a collaboration of insight from a who's who of financial and economic experts, and it will open your eyes to the truth about America's retirement experiment and what it means for you. So we're going to give away a couple copies. We bought several copies of this film, and for the first three callers today, if you give us a call, we will send you out a complimentary copy of, a digital copy, of the Baby Boomer Dilemma movie. So if you're one of the first three callers, you can get a copy of this eye-opening film. Pick up the phone and give us a call. You can reach us toll-free at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820. In Pennsylvania, it's a local call, 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. We have several upcoming events this week, and as I've mentioned in the past, we've been pretty full this year. We've been at max capacity at all of our programs, especially Today's Retirement Concerns and Solutions. Uh, so if you've ever thought about attending one of our programs or you've been sitting on the fence on whether or not you should attend, I'd advise you to call and register now. Don't miss your chance to hear what hundreds of others are hearing each week at our programs in Pennsylvania, Delaware, and Maryland. No time like the present. Call today to reserve your spot. And this week we have three different programs 
We're going to be at the Deerfield Country Club in Newark, Delaware on Tuesday, May the 3rd at 5.30 p.m. We're also going to be at Sullivan Steakhouse up in North Wilmington on Tuesday the 3rd at 5.30 p.m. And then on Wednesday, May the 4th, we're going to be at the Marshallton Inn in Westchester, PA at 5.30 p.m. So again, two programs on Tuesday, one on Wednesday if you'd like to register and see what uh, see what problems other people are facing and how we're helping them address some of these issues. By all means, get a reservation to one of our upcoming events. As I mentioned, as tax season uh, begins, proactive retirement savers uh, assess their annual goals, and many consider IRA contributions. And as such, it's a good time to address some of the bedrock IRA contribution deadlines and rules. And while on the surface, these rules appear to be relatively straightforward, year after year, people consistently confuse nuts and bolts IRA principles. Am I eligible to contribute to an IRA? Can I deduct my contribution? Do I have enough compensation? Can I contribute for my non-working spouse? A misunderstanding of basic IRA guidelines can result in excess contribution penalties, wasted time, frustration, and lost opportunities. So let's go, let's dig into the ABCs here. A prior year, so prior year would be 2021, a prior year 2021 IRA or Roth IRA contribution can be made up until the tax filing due date which is April 18th, 2022. So it was last Monday. This year, Emancipation Day falls on Saturday, April 16th. Friday is the observed holiday in Washington, D.C. So again, there's no extension beyond that date, regardless of whether you file for an extension. The maximum contribution to an IRA is $6,000. Now, if you are age 50 or older by year's end, you get a catch-up contribution. You can contribute an additional $1,000. So if you're 50 and older, the max is 7 And this total amount is applied in aggregate across all of a person's traditional and Roth IRAs. So you can put 3500 in a traditional. You can put 3500 in a Roth. You can do 2 and 5 any which way, but the max is 7000 And note that IRA contributions have no bearing on how much a person can contribute to a workplace plan, such as a SEP, a simple IRA, or a 401k. And assuming a person does have eligible compensation, which we will discuss, there's now no age limit for making a traditional or Roth IRA contribution. Prior to 2020, If you were over age 70 and a half, you were forbidden to contribute to a traditional IRA. There's never been an age restriction on Roth IRA contributions. But this 70 and a half age limit was removed by the SECURE Act. Now keep in mind that while there are no income limits for traditional IRA contribution eligibility, income limits do apply for Roth IRA contributions. So if you make too much money, you can't contribute to a Roth. All right, let's talk about compensation. 
IRA and Roth IRA contributions are only permitted when a taxpayer has compensation. So what is compensation? It's a relatively straightforward determination. For most individuals, compensation comes from employment, either as an employee or from self-employed income. Confirmation of compensation can be found in Box 1 of a person's W-2 form. Any amount listed here qualifies as compensation. So, again, we're not talking about dividends. We're not talking about capital gains, pensions, Social Security. None of these things, rental income, none of these are compensation. They cannot be passive income. So what qualifies as compensation isn't always so clear-cut. For instance, does unemployment income count as compensation? After all, it's taxable. And plus, are not unemployment payments supposed to serve as a replacement for normal income? Additionally, in IRS Publication 525, Taxable and Non-Taxable Income, it specifically labels income received from unemployment as unemployment compensation. But despite suggestions leading one to believe income from unemployment qualifies as compensation for purposes of making an IRA contribution, it does not. With so many ways to generate income, tracking what is compensation versus what is not can be confounding. A quick reference chart detailing some of the more common types of qualifying compensation is very valuable. So let me walk through that a little bit. When you're talking about compensation, wages, salaries, commissions, professional fees, bonuses, other amounts that you received for personal services, that's compensation. Net self-employment income, reduced by comp, uh, contributions to employer plans and the deduction for self-employment taxes, that's compensation. Net self-employment income from personal services, like clergy or professional traders, even if it's not subject to self-employment tax, compensation. Taxable alimony, combat pay, even though it may be excluded from federal income tax, accrued vacation pay, director's fees, jury fees, scholarship or fellowship payments if included in box one of a W-2, difficulty of care payments, taxable non-tuition fellowship or stipend payments, all of these count as compensation. Now, what doesn't count as compensation? Pension and annuity income, IRA, Roth IRA, company plan distributions, and non-qualified annuity distributions, rental income, interest income, dividends, capital gains, non-taxable alimony, life insurance proceeds, deferred compensation does not count as compensation, Severance pay, disability payments, unemployment income, child support, social security benefits, none of that counts as compensation. So you have to have compensation to make a contribution to an IRA. 
Let me give you our phone numbers. Toll free, you can reach us at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820. In Pennsylvania, it's a local call, 610-358-8942. 610-358-8942. Today, we are discussing the ABCs of IRAs, what can you what can and what you can't do. We'll have more for you after the break. If you're within five to ten years of retirement, this message is for you. There's never been a bigger disconnect between Wall Street and Main Street. Unemployment over 15%. Unprecedented federal stimulus. Wall Street has never been more volatile. If there was a vehicle that credited you 7% up front, then grew your nest egg by 6 to 7% a year, guaranteed for the next five to ten years before turning into an income stream that you cannot outlive, would you want to know about it? Call Dan White and Associates now for details, 888-690-8820. Surrender charges and other restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the On The Money Show. My name is Dan White, and I am the host of your show. This morning, we're discussing the rules and regulations concerning IRA contributions. And uh, before the break, we talked about, you know, some of the rules, deadlines. You know, you have to you have to get that IRA contribution in by tax day. And then we, we wrapped up the tail end of the first part by talking about compensation. And I'm going to continue with that a little bit because some of those things are kind of surprising. But before we continue, we do have a giveaway today. We're giving away a free digital copy of the Baby Boomer Dilemma movie. Again, this is an expose of America's retirement experiment featuring the nation's top economic minds and government leaders. This must-see movie is a collaboration of insight from a who's who of financial and economic experts, and it will open your eyes to the truth about America's 401k retirement experiment and what it means for you. So if you'd like to get a copy, we only have a limited supply of these. We're going to give away a copy of the Baby Boomer Dilemma to the first three callers today. So pick up the phone and give us a call quickly, 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820 in Pennsylvania. It's a local call, 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. We have several upcoming events this week. And again, we've been pretty much at max capacity for our programs this year. I think uh, people are itching to get out. COVID is uh, kind of on the way out the door, hopefully. And you know we've relaxed mass requirements and social distancing and all that kind of stuff. That contributed to it. And I think... Uh, I think the volatility in the market is making people squirm a little bit as well. So if you'd like to come out, we're going to be at the Deerfield Country Club on Tuesday, May the 3rd at 5.30 p.m. That same evening, Tuesday, May 3rd, we'll be up at Sullivan's Steakhouse at 5.30 p.m. And then on Wednesday, May 4th, we'll be at the Marshallton Inn in Westchester, PA, at 5.30 p.m. So three programs. All three are today's retirement concerns and solutions. So if you'd like to come out and see what other people are are dealing with as retirement approaches and how we're helping them deal with some of these issues, by all means, get a reservation to one of our upcoming events. So before the break, we talked about what compensation was and what it is, and I want to focus on what it's not because some of these actually even surprised me. I mean, pension and annuity income and IRA distributions, we know that's not compensation. Rental income would count if it is your if it is your actual business. If your business is rental properties, that would count as compensation, but not just, you know, if you have a, a rental property. Interest income, dividend income, capital gains, none of that. Life insurance proceeds, not compensation. One of the surprising ones, though, is deferred compensation. I mean, it says compensation right in the title, right? And basically, you earned it 
but you deferred it and now you're collecting it. But they don't count that uh, as far as making IRA contributions. Severance pay, you would think that would count as well, but it doesn't. Uh, disability payments and unemployment income. Again, uh, you would think that might count. Unfortunately, it does not. Child support does not, uh, and Social Security benefits. So, you know, I had an interesting case a while back. Um, a gentleman came in. He was a client, and long-term client, and he had uh, brought in his tax return, and he took a IRA contribution off his return, and he I knew he was retired. And I said, uh, I said, oh, I see you took a, an IRA contribution. Did you did you work somewhere last year? And he said, no, I'm retired. I said, well, part time, maybe you know, part time somewhere or something like that. And he said, no, I got plenty of money. I don't need to work. And I said, well, if you didn't have any compensation, then you can't you can't put any money in an IRA. And, and I'll never forget. So beware of this as well. He says, well, TurboTax let me do it. And I said, well, TurboTax might let you do it, but I'm pretty sure. The IRS won't. So you gotta you gotta know what compensation is. And as is often the case with IRAs, special rules exist for spouses when it comes to compensation. So a spouse with little or no compensation can make an IRA contribution based on his or her spouse's compensation. If the higher compensated spouse, the wage earner, had enough eligible income, both spouses can make the maximum IRA contribution. The couple must file a joint tax return for the year to qualify for that spousal contribution. Now, spousal contribution rules do not apply to children. A child must have legitimate taxable income, taxable compensation, to be eligible for a traditional or Roth IRA. Simply being paid you know, under the table for mowing lawns or shoveling snow out of people's driveways or babysitting will not qualify as compensation unless the child files his or her own tax return and claims the income. And also, you know, any money you gift to your child, you know, you give them uh, birthday money or communion money or that type of thing, that does not count as compensation. So kids cannot cannot do a contribution unless they file their own tax return and have compensation. So now we've covered the compensation rules. What about the deductibility rules? A person with earned income, compensation, can always always contribute to a traditional IRA. I mean, there's no rules against contributing, but a traditional IRA contribution is not always deductible. Now, Roth IRA contributions are never deductible. That's the beauty of the Roth. The money goes in after tax, but the proceeds, not only the the contribution, but the proceeds and the earnings on a Roth come out tax-free. So Roth contributions are never deductible. And the one factor for determining IRA deductibility is if a worker is an active participant covered by a retirement plan at work or not. If neither spouse, for those married filing joint, if neither spouse has a retirement plan through an employer, no 401k, no SEP, no simple, then neither is covered and each can deduct a traditional IRA contribution. Single filers not covered by an employer plan also qualify for a full deductible IRA contribution. Now, W-2 form will usually indicate if a person is covered by a work plan or not. If an individual is not covered 
by a work plan, there should not be a check in the retirement plan box, box 13 on the W-2. If there is no check mark and eligible compensation was earned, a traditional IRA contribution can be deducted. Now, be careful here. Uh, The amount earned is irrelevant. Be careful. Sometimes employers mistakenly complete box 13. So if any questions exist, it's advisable to confirm that with your employer. But those who are or were active participants in an employer plan must consider the phase-out ranges for traditional IRA deductibility. Now, as I said, a person can always make a contribution, traditional IRA contribution. He may not be able to deduct it. For 2021, IRA contribution, the income phase-out ranges for deductibility were $105,000 to 125,000 for those married filing joint and 66,000 to 76,000 for single filers. Now there's an inflation hedge in 2022, these numbers moved to 109 to 129 for joint and 68 to 78 respectively for a single filer. And there's yet another IRA deductibility phase out range when one spouse is covered by an employer plan, and the other is not. The covered spouse uses the married filing joint phase-out ranges listed above. The uncovered spouse is permitted a higher phase-out range of $198,000 to $208,000 for 2021 and $204,000 to $214,000 for 2022. So let me give you an example. We use Fred and Wilma. We know them, the Flintstones. They're a married couple who filed jointly in 2021. Fred participates in a 401k through his employer, the Slate Rock and Gravel Company. Fred earns a salary of $190,000 as a crane operator, and Wilma is a stay-at-home mom to their infant daughter, Pebbles. Wilma has no earned income. Since Fred has enough compensation, he can make a 2021 IRA contribution for himself, then he can make a spousal contribution, an IRA contribution for Wilma. These could be made to either a traditional or Roth IRA since Fred is below the Roth IRA phase-out limits, 198000 to 208000 for those married filing joint in 2021. Since Fred and Wilma are both under age 50, their maximum IRA contribution is capped at 6000 for each spouse, 12000 total. And daughter Pebbles cannot have an IRA because she has no earned income. This is true even if Fred gifted her money in 2021. Now, if Fred contributes to a traditional IRA for himself, he cannot deduct a contribution because he is an active participant in his company work plan and he is over the 2021 phase-out range for deductibility, 125000 If the spousal contribution for Wilma goes into a traditional IRA, Wilma can deduct the contribution because she is not covered by a work plan and the couple's combined income is below the phase-out applicable to the uncovered spouse, $198,000. Fred has until April 18, 2022 to make prior year traditional or Roth IRA contributions. So a person is either covered as an active participant or they are not. There's no middle ground. If Fred was fired from his job in mid-2021 by his boss, his final W-2 would still have a check in the retirement plan box. 
A person who is an active participant for part of the year is deemed to be an active participant for the entire year. So again, you ought to, you got to understand the foundational concepts of IRAs, the nuts and bolts. This is imperative for retirement saving success. Do not assume deductibility or even eligibility. Let me give you our phone numbers. Toll free, you can reach us at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820. In Pennsylvania, it's a local call, 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. Today, we've been talking about IRAs. If you've got questions about whether or not you can contribute, pick up the phone and give us a call. Have a great week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of their respective parties and not those of this show's producers or this station. Join us again for more On the Money 